My name is Thais Gibson, and I'm the creator of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video, and in this video, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about some key tips that the fearful avoidant needs when dating a dismissive avoidant in terms of how to make the relationship thrive, things the FA needs to heal, work on, all that kind of stuff. The fearful avoidant when dating a dismissive avoidant like absolutely needs to learn to communicate their needs and see their needs through. It can feel really vulnerable when you're the fearful avoidant to like actually put yourself out there and express your needs at the beginning because it can feel like, I mean, just in reality, usually the fearful avoidance subconscious programming and, and associations to being vulnerable are not good, right? It's like usually I got hurt or it didn't end well, or vulnerability was painful, or my needs weren't met. So the subconscious mind assumes that it's not going to go well. And this is part of why there can be so much difficulty in vulnerability. However, this is something to reprogram and practice. You can do so using exposure work, communicating your needs in little small increments over time, or you can even do reprogramming about whatever stories or fears you have about communicating your needs, because they're really just existing at the belief level. So you may believe if I am vulnerable and open up, I am weak. I will be rejected. Um, it won't work anyways. And then I'll feel foolish or stupid. Um, you know, there can be like different beliefs that reprogram those things because at the end of the day, you communicate your needs for you, for your work, your growth, your healing. And sometimes we think we communicate a need once and it should just be met. But the reality is to, to have a thriving relationship with anybody, we have to be able to talk about our needs all the time and around all things. And that's like a, a goal to be able to achieve as an individual. Um, so, so this is your work, fearful avoidant. <laughs> um, it's really powerful in this relationship. And if you communicate your needs um, kindly, respectfully, consistently, you see your needs through um, and you don't have expectations that the DA will be perfect, but that they'll try. And when they're not available, you practice meeting your own needs. You're going to really see the needle move in the relationship this way. And it's very valuable and important. Number two, fearful avoidance also must communicate their boundaries and actually maintain their boundaries. Sometimes the FA can become a little bit focused on the dismissive avoidant and spending time with them and these sorts of things, but it's extremely important for fearful, fearful avoidance in relationships um, to actually have the ability to maintain the relationship to themselves across the seven areas of life. This can be tricky for the, the fearful avoidant because they have a tendency towards codependency. And because when they're with a dismissive avoidant, they tend to be more in their anxious side. They may lean towards codependency more easily, but that's your work. It's like to be able to maintain your goals in with physical health, with friendships, with family member relationships, with um, um, you know, all different areas of your life, your career, your relationship to money, like keep building and expanding mentally, emotionally, spiritually, like all these different things are important. And you can really just break it down into small habits. Like what can I do Mondays for myself, Tuesdays, and just have a little like 15, 20 minute rituals um, because that will help you just maintain things without feeling like I have to like each day invest in all of the seven areas of life with so much ferocity. Like it'll just help you stay regulated and checked in with each of the, these different aspects of the holistic self. Number three is fearful avoidance must learn to express and not self-abandon. Um, so if you're hurt, if you're afraid, if you don't feel good, sometimes fearful avoidance will bottle it up and then say it later. And usually when they say it later, it comes out in a not so good way. And so this is a call for you to learn to express in real time. Um, so like literally when you are triggered, try to like share in the moment, Hey, this doesn't feel good. Or, Hey, I feel frustrated a little bit right now. Let me take a moment and figure out what's going on inside of me. And to remember emotions are just feedback. They're letting you know when something is out of alignment and it's either an unmet need or a painful wound was just activated. And so you may be giving a situation meaning based on your history or past experiences. For example, you may see the DA pull away and make it mean the DA is cheating 
or the DA is going to abandon you, or you're not worthy, or you're you're unimportant, or something like that. But but usually the DA is pulling away for many different reasons other than that. Like they need to regulate, they need to self-soothe, they're burnt out because their emotional bandwidth is lower. You know, there can be so many other reasons. And we want to make sure we're not just giving that like worst case scenario meaning to things all the time. Um, our next really important dynamic here is to be able to um, question those stories and to really work through those stories, but then also to reprogram those core wounds at a deeper level. So to actually realize, hey, if there are patterns of things coming up for me, like this belief that I'll be betrayed or abandoned, like I have to do reprogramming work around that. There's other videos on this channel that we talk about that in. And also we've got tons of stuff inside PDS. If you want to join for a free trial, you can check out our 21 days to reprogram your subconscious mind course. You can talk, check out the emotional mastery and belief reprogramming course. All that kind of stuff has everything in detail. And the relationship interaction courses have reprogramming tips for each style as well. And number five, I think we're on number five, maybe number six. Um, fearful wins also must learn to um, repair their internal trust baseline. And what this means is like learn to build trust in relationships. This happens by A, reprogramming your stories about trust that people always betray, always leave these imprints that were left, actually doing the work to reprogram them. But it also means building trust in relationship to yourself by being congruent in the relationship to yourself, what you say you're going to do for yourself and then actually showing up matching. Um, when we have incongruency, we don't trust. If somebody says to me, hey, I'm going to pick you up at seven. And then every day that they're supposed to pick me up, they come at eight. I don't trust them to pick me up at seven. What they say and what they do do not match. And this is what the fearful avoidant is really seeking and, and needing to do in terms of the relationship to themselves um, is give that congruency to self, as well as um, being able to protect themselves by setting boundaries, by saying no to things that are no. Fearful avoidants often self-betray because they get into a position um, where where they're used to violating their own boundaries to please other people. It's been, been a coping mechanism historically, and this needs to be worked through as well. I'll do a longer video on this because it's actually a really important topic now that I'm thinking of it. So thank you for being here. Thank you for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe if you haven't already, and I will see you in the next video.